and welcome to Emma's podcast. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about challenging ourselves by facing our fears. In order to master your fears, you have to face them. I can hear some of you saying, she has completely lost it this time. Let me expand on that subject. In 2000, after eight months of a long battle with cancer, I lost my beautiful mommy bull and Yerzeb. The little one and I were on the phone. And in a view of what was going on with us, we decided to take a well-deserved vacation. I went to Hawaii a few years before, so while we were speaking, I suggested we should go there. We were so excited. We started to talk about what activities we should do when we got there. I prepared a potential list of activities to do. One of them was a ride in a submarine to see the coral reefs, visiting a plantation, horseback riding, biking from the volcanoes down to the beautiful beach, luau, etc. As we were reviewing the activities, we talked about the submarine. I have claustrophobia, so does the little one. We started to laugh about it, thinking if we do that and panic during the descent, we could sink the submarine by trying to escape. I also did horseback riding a few years before. I wanted to do that, but the issue was my sister is afraid of horses. We decided we should start to face our fears by adding those two activities to our trip. The following year, in February, the little one flew from Europe to my home in the US. We left the next day for Maui. It was an interesting trip. The landing happened to be a little bit more chaotic than expected. It was pouring rain and because of the poor visibility, we had to circle the islands once to finally be able to land. We spent the first couple of days enjoying ourselves. The day arrived to go for the submarine event. We drove to Lahaina to board the submarine. We stepped down to the submarine. It was big enough for us to breathe. We turned to look at each other and started laughing. You need to understand, every time we are in a stressful situation, we laugh, we do not scream. As the rest of the guests boarded, the submarine left the harbor. A little panic came over us, but we were still able to control it. We spent a total of 40 minutes underwater. The reef we saw had no activity. When we left the submarine, we were all smiles because we did not panic as much as we thought we would. I also must mention, I went into the same submarine a few years before. On that trip, I did, however, panic when we left. I was able to control it by breathing deeply. Our next big challenge was the horseback riding. We left early that morning to go to the Mendes Ranch in the hills of Maui. We found the ranch, walked into, meet up with the group of people we would be riding with. At the beginning of the trip, we were asked what level of equestrian skill we had, if any. My sister had none. I did riding, but it was English style. We were given different horses. For the little one, it was a mellow horse with a great gentle personality. She was afraid of the horse, but she had no choice than to step up and sit in a saddle. I explained to one of the ranchers she was afraid of horse. Stubborn as she is, she did not want to steer the horse with the rein. She was placed at the end of the pack with one cowboy, who had her horse's rein in his hand, and off we went. I stayed in the back of the pack while she was being led by the cowboy. I made sure everything was okay. After a while, I moved up toward the leader. 
I had a great time. I was looking back once a while to see how she was doing. The view was breathtaking. As we were approaching the end of the ride, I challenged the little one to take the reins of the horse and do it by herself. It took a little convincing, but she did it. We left the ranch happy, like clowns. My sister will not ride another horse, but she faced her fears. It can be challenging to live with fears. It is a great reward to face them. Facing them can also reduce the level of fear we have, but it doesn't necessarily mean it will go away. But it can be manageable. What kind of fears have you faced lately? It was interesting to talk about the claustrophobia. As a young child, growing up with claustrophobia was challenging. In my next podcast... I will talk about in a fun way because it's always interesting to hear some of the fun stories that happen when you get some of the phobias and you need to laugh about it. I do personally laugh about it. But in this case, as you grow older, those claustrophobia can turn to worse, meaning panic attack. I never realized that I would have panic attack caused by claustrophobia. The case of the first time when I went into the submarine, I took some calming happy pills. We took some before we went there the first time around. And to be honest with you, it never worked. Those pills during the entire trip in the submarine were supposed to come and relax. Never happened. So yes, I did, in the middle of the descent, have a, a, a little panic attack. I did not scream. I did not bounce like a crazy mad woman in, in there. But I was sitting uneasy, freaking out in my head. Then the wall starting of the submarine starting to close up on me. It was just terrible for about 20 minutes. And when we got out of the submarine, this is where the happy people started to kick in. I was so tired. We were in the Hana for a few hours. I was so tired. I could not believe it. But the experience was an interesting experience to try to face your fears. I don't know why it sounds like a little kamikaze yet. It comes to a point that when you decide to face your fears, then you decide to do things, maybe not too, too crazy, but you can face your fears at your own pace, at your own level. For me, it was a submarine. Being in a closed space, going under, that did the trick for me. So my sister and I went to that submarine. We were breathing. We did not have any happy pills. We just went cold turkey and said, we're going to go in there. We'll see what's going to happen. We were a little bit apprehensive, for sure, when they closed the submarine and we went down. When the submarine took off and we did the descent, we were a little bit apprehensive with my sister. Again, the effect of claustrophobia, but we were the two of us, so it was a little bit better because we're used to we're used to be next to each other. We laugh. This is what we do in extreme stressful situation. People will scream and lose it. We laugh and we are extremely sarcastic. We are saying things that makes everybody laugh around. We are the two of us trying to overcome our phobia. That's what we did. And I must say, at the end of the trip, even though we had nothing to see over there because the reef was basically dead, but for us, it was a good experience to go down and experience that small space, especially when you're claustrophobic. It is a very interesting experience to do. So this was our big fear. The other one for the little one was horses. She never liked horses. She's scared of them. They are huge and she's not that tall. She's about 5'4". That's why I call her the little one. And we went to the ranch. She she didn't want it to basically ride, but she was like the queen of Sheba sitting at the end of the pack. 
letting the cowboy taking the rein and do riding when she was just enjoying herself, doing absolutely nothing. I did, however, push her a bit to take the rein of the horse. So she got to kind of have a feel of how fun it is to ride a horse and enjoying it for a little bit. She did it for about 10-15 minutes at the end of the ride, but at least she accomplished that. For sure, she will never ride another horse. That's fine, but we had fun doing it. So facing our fears can be an interesting thing to do because it helps us to control whatever triggers that, whatever makes us panic. It's always been a challenge at some point for us with some of our fears to face them. Now, I'm not asking everybody to jump into a, a snake pit. That's not what I'm talking about. But when you have some fears or some degree of fears, just starting to face them and learn how to control and breathe can help you to lower the level of your fears. I am still claustrophobic. I still have claustrophobia, but it's not as bad than it was 5, 10, 15 years ago. I have learned to control it. There is few things that will make me panic, for sure. But by breathing, getting some mantra in my head that everything is okay, there is some space, I can breathe. Because claustrophobia for me, it's not being able to breathe. It's like somebody trying to shock me. And being in a small, confined space have that effect on me. So by breathing and closing my eyes and picturing myself, I have plenty of air in my lungs. There is, there is no shortage of air around me. That helps me a lot. Now, when you're facing fears like my sister with the horses on the top of it, for her was to just be sitting and being next to them. That scared, quote-unquote, the crap out of her. But when we went there, we faced it. She did pretty good. And the horse they gave it to her was extremely mellow horse, beautiful horse. But she did very well. But it was interesting to work with our fears. That's what we did. That is what we felt we should be doing at the time, which was great. So when you're facing fears, and it depends which one you've got, see if you can, with friends or family, incorporate them when you're doing activities. Just to start to get going with it. As I said, you don't have to go extreme, but just starting to face them, it's helping you minimize them. And that's what I love. But as I said, some of the phobia that we have can go to extreme panic attack. And I didn't realize when I was a young girl that my claustrophobia one day will turn to panic attack. And I did on a few occasions when I was in my late teen. I didn't realize I would turn that bad. So I can say today I can face some of my fears. Some I still don't like to be uh, agoraphobia, which is all overcrowded space. That I'm not a huge fan of it. But if I have to do it, I will go into huge crowds if necessary how you want to face them, and if you are ready to face them. We were ready with my sisters to do that. Nobody should be doing it if you're not ready. And when I say ready, it's I'm going to step up, I'm going to do something that's going to bring me closer to face my fear. We decided at that time, do it for the purpose to face it. We were with each other, then we could support each other. This is how we function, the two of us. We are balancing each other. So we were there to support each other in, in that submarine where we got that little anxiety moment. 
we're going down, looking at each other like, uh-oh, we're on, we're on our descent. Yeah, okay, let's see. Are we okay? Are we breathing? Everything is fine? Yes, everything is fine. So we did it, and we knew we could support each other. Now, if you don't have somebody to support you to do it, it could be a little bit difficult to face it. But if you have somebody who can be with you and be your support, somebody that you know you can lean on, you can count on, that makes it easier to face it. The first time I was with some friends, but they were not there to support me because we were all looking at each other like, oh, we're going to freak out. It wasn't the same symbiosis that I had with my sister. That's for sure. But I did it the first time. I did get more of a panic attack inside especially when they locked the hatch and we were ready to go for the descent. This is why I started to panic. They have a little happy pill because of the adrenaline did not work. When my adrenaline level went down, this is where the happy pill kicked in, which was just after we left the submarine. We, this was ridiculous. So for a few hours, I was half groggy and tired. It was a good lesson, too, at the end of the day. It's like, well, don't take this next time. Just go call to your key. That's... That's better than dragging your feet the rest of uh, the day in Lahana and feel tired where you should not. But as I said, if you have a fear, and it depends which one, do it with your friends and go step by step. And by doing it, you can learn to control yourself. One thing to do is breathing. If you're breathing, you bring calmness into your body. Your muscles are not going to tie up quickly. If you're panicking, this is where the airflow is restricted. This is where you're blocking everything. This is where your muscles start to tighten and you are going to feel the fear. That is one thing. The key is breathing. I know, been there. You're going to say, well, it's easy to say. Yes, I know. I've been there. I got some great anxiety attack, great panic attack, because I wasn't breathing. I was able to reduce those anxiety by breathing. You allow your entire body to stay calm. If you realize when you're getting angry or panicky, your breathing is not as deep than you want. It's a short breath you do. And every time you do that, you're pushing your heart your heart. And all of your muscle and organ to be under a level of stress. When you're breathing deeply, you relax completely. You are bringing the calmness into your body. You're breathing calmness. And this is a key when you're facing your fears. As I said, I am still claustrophobic. Not as much and as badly than I was. It's still there. Once in a while, it's nagging at me and waving at me. So I'm breathing in and out calmly so I can control it. It's living with your fears. It's living with your claustrophobia or agoraphobia or whatever phobia you've got. You're living with it, but you're learning to have less an impact by them. They should not overshadow you and they should not be the one to, it's like your ego, it should not be the one running the show. Your spirit should be the one running the show, not your ego. Your fears should not be running the show. You should be running the show. We all have fears and it can be anything, but learning to live with it and breathe 
through it can help you. Why did we decide to do that for that trip? I don't know. We were ready, the two of us, to do that. It, it was extremely helpful for the two of us. And it was fun. And I always said, the next trip we're going to do, we'll do the same thing. We're going to pick up something, then we have fears, and we're going to face them. That's what we do. It's fun to do it because it's helped us to feel the understanding that when you're facing your fears, after you're done to do the activities, whatever it is, you can walk your head up high and say, you know what? I did it. It's awesome. It wasn't bad at all. Now what's next? What can I do next? What can I face next that I'm afraid of? And that is a good thing. It's absolutely, for me, it was a blessing. For my sister, it was the same thing too. When we left the submarine and the ranch, we were all smiling. We were like, hey, we got it down. High five. Let's see what's next on our list do we have that we're afraid of so we can face our fears and learn that we can conquer it. No matter how slappy it is, even if you get a panic attack in the middle, whatever the deal is, at the end, you have challenged yourself, you have faced what seems to be the impossible, and you made it possible. When you're doing this, facing what we had as fears, it's to conquer them and to realize at the end of the day, even if we were scared to do it, we did it. We achieved what we needed to get it done. We made it. It doesn't matter, as I said, how slappy you are when you're doing it. It's fine. It's just a question to move from a state of fears and paralyzed to a state of, I can go through it. I can breathe through it. And I'm going to make it on the other side. I'm going to be proud of what I did. My chin will be up. I'm going to be smiling. It doesn't matter how slappy I was. When I faced it, I did it. So everything you do will bring you fears. Just breathe into it. Ask the universe for help because the universe is always there. And say, okay, guys, upstairs, need your help. I need you to help me to walk you through it. We're going to do it successfully. And see yourself smiling at the end. Facing your fears is something that is a good way to, as I said, you become a maverick. You don't have to climb mountains. You just have to be who you are. That's it. And if you are capable to go through it successfully, because successfully for me is I made it, I passed through it. It doesn't matter how bad I was scared, how much I screamed, how much fear I had. I did it. I did not stop until it was done. Like my sister, we could have a panic attack inside of the submarine. We'll be in trouble because we were underwater. But we made it. We laughed. And I was like, yep, high five. That was awesome. But it's a moment when you enjoy it. So face your fears the best that you can. And as I said, I don't ask anybody to jump into a snake pit at all. But what fear you have, see if you can have an activity along with it. And if you can do it during an activity, which is great, have somebody by your side. If you are by yourself, it could be a little bit more daunting. If you can do it by yourself, great. But if you have somebody that you know, a good friend, a brother, a sister, a friend, a cousin, whomever you got that is close to you or your mate, that is close to you and will be there to encourage you not to take you down, not to, to be negative, but 
to encourage you and be by your side, then you can hold their hand. That is great. That is what needs to be. And you will realize when you do that, you're more comfortable with it. And as you're comfortable to do this first challenge, you start to view yourself in a different way. And you can do things you would not think possible to do. People can start business at any age. You don't need to be a millennial to start your business. You can be in your 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, whenever you're ready. As we always said, not everybody has the same timeline on doing things. There is people who can take a lifetime to accomplish what they want to do. It could be in their late 60s to do what they always wanted to do. Age is not a limitation. Most people who are saying, well, I'm too old to do this, I'm too old to do that, and blah, blah, they need to stop. You're the one who putting barriers into what is possible. As I said, you don't have to be a millennial kid to do whatever you want to do. Any age, you can be who you want to be at any age. Facing your fears is the same thing. So if your fears, let's say it's to write a book, and you always wanted to write a book, and your spirit is telling you for the past 20 years, you need to write a book. And you know, and you're drawn to it, but you want it. Well, imagine you're the kid looking inside an ice cream shop and you want that ice cream and you get that money in your hand but you're fearful to just walk into that door to get your ice cream and you're going to be drooling looking at everybody coming in and getting the ice cream and you're angry and you're envious because your fear is telling you to do not go in you need to learn to pass that fear and to go in so back to the book writing if you feel that you need to write you need to write novel a romantic novel a thriller whatever you want to write and you're fearful because you don't know how to i always said start a blog you can go online and get uh, into some of those uh, website already built website then you can pay a monthly fee so you don't even have to design your website it's already designed you can choose your uh, layout whatever you want to do you don't have to be an expert at it the only thing you got to do, if you do not want to use your name, use a different name. Instead of call you Bob, Bob Johnson, you can call you Paul Dupont. And you can write your novels. Nobody needs to know. You can write your blog. Start with a blog and see how it goes. And as you are comfortable, you can write more and more. And sooner or later, you're going to write a book. There is possibilities to publish online without going through the publishing companies. I don't do commercials on anyone, but I'm going to do one because I was looking at it. It's Amazon. Amazon has their own publishing companies now. So you can publish your own book. You can do it directly without going through a huge publishing company where you have to submit your um your little book to them and see if they will approve to get it published. You can do it through Amazon by all means. So there is possibilities now that you can do that. So writing a book is not impossible. As a matter of fact, it is possible. Blogging is a great way to get started. Whatever fear you have, you can always face them at the level that you feel comfortable and make sure you get the right person by your side. Well, you can conquer anything you put your mind into it. This is one of the biggest lessons when you face your fears, is being able to just stand up and just realize that, whoa, I faced it. 
that illusion of fears that I wasn't capable to do it because I was paralyzed is just a smoke screen. I can do it. It doesn't mean I like it, but I can compare what I've just done. I can live with it. And I am happy because now I'm going to go face the rest of my my fears that I have. I have a long list. I'm going to go through that list. And every year, I'm going to face one of them. And I can guarantee that when you're facing them, you're going to learn to live with it, tame them, because taming them is the essential and the core essential. You are going to be just a maverick. I have faced other fears, and I can say that... Although I will not do it two or three or five times or every year just because I can, but I can live with it. Thank you for listening today to my podcast. On our next podcast, I'm going to be talking about, and that is a funny story, and it's based on claustrophobia. I love to write my blogs. When I do my blogs, I like to share some of my stories as we spoke about the fears Claustrophobia was the big one for me. But I'm going to share on my next podcast one of the, I think, hilarious story ever about my claustrophobia. It's called Let's Wake Up the Entire Camping Ground. Yes, I woke up an entire camping ground. I will explain to you and tell you the story why I did that. And you would realize if you have claustrophobia, being in a small confined space, it is not great at all. This is a fun story. I am more than happy to share it with you and it would be a good laugh again because we need to laugh. Laugh is something that I love to do. And this is a great story to tell. So thank you so much for listening today to my podcast about fears. And then we're going to get a fun little story about my phobia, my famous claustrophobia. Thank you so much and have a beautiful day. Bye-bye.